hello there, my friends. I am Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because it is the one that is keeping us from losing our goddamn minds. Uh, back in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale, but now teaming up with someone who is not in your quarantine pod. Honestly, teaming up with people who are in your quarantine pod. Not a great idea. It's a bigger mess than trying to figure out how to get on HBO Max so you can watch Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas Day. <laughs> so for now, it is one comic against another. To win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the great comebacks that they've been thinking of and writing down in isolation to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus. That title automatically gives a person's opinion on... Let's say whether they know it's Christmas in the Galactic Federation, more weight than a civilian's. You are listening to Troubled Waters. our teams today today is a treat we have a pair of real life good pals like uh, bffs rider dies yeah i don't like that well, actually as part of our intro if, well, if we can okay, cut that geez. out well, just say so if we, we can cut, cut that, that part out know. that's that's all i want out can we cut okay. that out all right well, uh, uh, okay. well uh, we know each other why don't you just say okay. we know each other it's a couple guys who know each other thank you um one of them is clearly better than the other and we will find out mm -hmm. which thank you via Troubled Waters, our first, starting the Netflix series Bruise Brothers. You can check him out in the movie Guest House with Pauly Shore on VOD and Blu-ray, certainly with uh, extra material, deleted scenes, uh, documentary about the filming, some storyboard, some special effects, featurettes, uh, sing-along, that kind of thing. It is chess master Mike Castle. <laughs> Thank you. I do have to, as I always have to say, I am not that good at chess, but I do love chess. But I, I know chess grandmasters, and if they hear me referred to as a chess master, they will never stop ripping on me. So, oh, and I'm how fine. would that go? Are they? Is there They're a lot like, of shade in the chess community? It's nonstop. It's the most shit talking community I've ever been a part of. Really? Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah. It's it's extremely intimidating, and also it, it's like shit talking that you can immediately back up on the one thing that we all do, which is chess. Yeah. And it's just no, I'm not. I'm fine. I'm fine at it. So I'm better scared. than a lot of now, comedians are. Um, <laughs> you're better than I am, that's for sure. We know this. Um, oh, right. Oh, you, sure. Yeah. Uh, you have been banned from chess apps oh, for yeah. trash talking. I've been banned from all of the chess apps uh, for different reasons. Uh, I'm currently on a, on a crash course to get banned from chess.com because you're not supposed to have multiple accounts. And I have like 14 accounts. Why? <laughs> Well, Why? I like I like to fuck with my friends on there. So uh, there are there, I have a handful of games going on right now where I'm playing my friends, but they don't know I'm playing them. And oh then I they will. I'm not going to I won't say who, but one of my friends literally told me about a game he's playing. And I was like, does the guy talk shit? And he's like, I don't know if he speaks English. And I was like, you should just, you know, see what you say something in the chat. Uh, so then I start talking shit as the guy while my friend is going like, dude, this guy's a fucking asshole. And I was like, report him. And it just became a whole thing. And yeah, I don't, it's out of me. It's mainly out of my absolute understanding that I, I have plateaued and I can't get any higher than where I am. So I just kind of like to dig around at the bottom and, and start shit. Oh my God. King of rap. Oh, we're all coping with quarantine. We're doing <laughs> okay. what we have to do. Mike Castle. I'm not judging. I'm just I'm I'm mourning it with you. Thank that you. This is how you must do this. Our second contestant is a regular guest on the podcast Alchemy. This his album Good Night is out on all streaming platforms, and he is brand new to Instagram. Yeah, it's Troubled Waters' favorite Joey Greer. Hello, thank Hello. you for having me. Oh my god, me. I'm back on the gram. Always I didn't want to do it, but I had to do it. I convinced him, his girlfriend convinced him, we got him on there, and people, if you follow him, he will record a thank you video from his closet. That's true. Yes. I do, I'm doing a whole thank you series. Anyone and everyone that follows me gets a personal thank you, gets a shout out from my gram, <laughs> which means a lot. Let's be real. A lot of people don't do that. I don't think, I don't know anyone 
thanking someone on their gram. I'm doing no. it because I give a shit. I care about you. Mm-hmm. Follow me. Follow me. <laughs> wow. As a plug, though, it's at yeah. God bless Chim Chum. It's at God bless Chim Chum. So you will have to do your research to find him in the first place. But when you do, it will be worth it because he will personally thank you. And I know this because he thanked me. And then literally hundreds of other people afterwards. Yep. I uh, it is it He's is reached, admirable he, commitment. He keeps reaching the max with how many he can upload mm-hmm. or Instagram's like no more. Yeah, they do hit me. Instagram does hit me up and go, are you okay? It's like the Amazon Netflix. Are you still watching this? They do kind of yeah. like, we're going to send a response team. Are you all right? Do you I'm know like, you're rewarding? Really <laughs> you don't really care, Instagram. You don't give a shit. Oh, God. Well, so follow him. Uh, you've met our players now. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is the time where we see who has the better grasp of what matters this week. Now, usually it's just sort of general pop culture. However, this is our holiday special. In a previous episode, we did a round about Christmas songs. Came across a couple that our writers sweared were real. Sweared? Swore were real. Either one. Uh, but Either I swore I have never heard in my entire life. Three ships. I saw three ships. The fuck is that? I had literally old a lifetime, decades, literal decades of being Catholic-ish. Uh-huh. I had never heard that song ever in my life until last episode. It's always so weird when presents. when people have heard that song and you're like, "This is familiar to you. This is fucking yeah. crazy." Yeah, that I don't understand. And like, if it is so familiar, like, are the ships coming to Bethlehem? Because that does not feel like a port city no. to me. No, it's landlocked. And, I don't know. Yeah, definitely landlocked. Yeah. Anyway, um, I had never uh, seen or heard Three Ships come sailing in on Christmas Day. It's a, Christmas fam- Day, it's a so- banger, dude. There's a whole bunch of remixes Diplo has. Let Dave out. make his point, dude. Just, it's, not no, 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 no. it's not a banger. It's not a banger. I'm just saying it's right now, this song is hot to trot. A lot. Me and my boys, we get together. Well, we can't do that now, but we get into our Honda Civics, and we just blast it. We just blow our bases to it, and people love it. The, the whole neighborhood comes out. Now I have, I, having done my research, I know Sting did a version on one of the a very special Christmases, which is one that I have listened to many times. But as with most Sting material, it's like there was music playing, and I was like, "Hey, somebody put some music on." Like I just don't <laughs> like. There's a there's a, a subgenre within Sting where you just don't hear anything. It just doesn't register. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day in the morning. And what was I have one small aside here that comes to mind whenever I hear the name Sting, which is that when I was in like fifth grade, a kid who was like three years older got hit by uh-huh. a series of cars and was in a coma. I'm sorry? Yes. Okay. And it was this like big, everyone was like, oh my God, it's just like the scariest, craziest thing ever. And so my mom is like, we have to visit him in the hospital and we have to bring him something like when he wakes up. So he, uh, he wakes up like two weeks later and my mom is like, we, she's, we stop at Borders, which was, it was this place where you could buy books and music. And yeah, we know about Borders, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and she, she goes, just go in and, and grab him a CD. And I was like, okay. And I grabbed whatever Sting album had like, and I give that to this kid who has just woken up from a coma. And then for years after, he would always make fun of me about it. Like wow. he, everyone who knew the details that I had brought an eighth grader, a sting CD. <laughs> Can you imagine it's, that? Yeah. You, really actually, painful. you actually brought that young man levity again, right? He was able to like, I think bounce back because of that gift. Yeah, they lifted him up and he beat my ass. <laughs> yeah. Like they were the moving his hands. <laughs> Good Catholic that school kid. Sting CD yeah. would bring into your life, especially the one with. Uh, oh yeah, what was that song? Um, it wasn't Fields of Gold. No, God, yeah, who cares? Who fucking that's the, cares? Yes, Sting? that's that's also the point. That's also the point. <laughs> anyway, so for this episode, we're gonna have you pick a Christmas song that you think is overlooked, underappreciated. Something that uh, that sits in the the shadows of all I want for Christmas is you, or last Christmas, mm-hmm. or you know that fancy fucking version of Jingle Bells that Ella Fitzgerald does, oh, yeah. and I'm just wild about horses. It drives me crazy. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm working at a Gap in 1991 again. Um, you will play on behalf of that song. If you win, we will officially declare your song the Carol oh, wow. Emeritus of the 2020 holiday season. So what? You got for us. We'll start with you, Mike Castle. Uh, I'm going to go with just the entirety, just the the whole Swan Lake. That's my banger. Wow. Swan Lake. Yeah. Long one. Not the Nutcracker. 
No, Swan Lake. It's better. Why Swan Lake? I, I guess like it, it is more, cold, right? It, it gives me a nice kind of like Christmassy sort of feeling. It makes me feel this kind of like ominous loneliness I felt a lot as a kid during winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm sick and tired of songs being three minutes long. Give me give me an hour. Give me an opera. Give me Thank a symphony. Give, Thank you. <laughs> take, okay. take up all of my time, please. I got oodles. Great. I will I will explain for the listener that the filter over Mike Castle's face right now mm-hmm. gives him dangly Christmas ornament earrings mm-hmm. and a and a bold red lip. Mm-hmm. You are and a, and a and a Santa cap. Well, you you look like Joanne Worley on a laugh in Christmas special. Well, thank you so much. I like to think I I always look like Temple Grandin. I think that's my number one oh, doppelganger. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, thank you. Uh Joey Greer? What you got? Something a little more traditional, something a little more contemporary. I think a lot of the listeners are going to be familiar with it. Traditional not a, and contemporary. Oh yeah, and you don't have to. You don't have to attack my thing just to build your thing up. I don't no, 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 no. I didn't. I don't want to no, attack yeah. your your yeah, song totally. or your yeah, whole yeah. piece because it's a whole uh, piece and it's yeah, whatever. Amazing. It doesn't matter. Well, so mine mine is actually a whole piece as well because it's a finished finished work. It's it's legit. It's legit as shit. Well, we'd assume. I think and, we uh, would assume it has to be a finished work. Yeah, it is a finished work. Okay, so let right. me get to it because you'll right. understand what it is. What? Okay, when okay. I say it, you're going to know what it is and you're going to freak out. Okay. So it's uh, Ashley Simpson and Jessica Simpson's duet of My Little Drummer Boy, which you can My see. My Little Drummer Boy? My Little Drummer Boy. It's a, <laughs> a lot of that. Uh, you oh, know, nice. That's it, my favorite tone. Oh, my God. You know it was Jessica Simpson just doing a favor for the younger sis. Yeah, Jessica, couldn't you do this song for me? And then Jessica's like, yeah, oh. I'll do the song. I'm weirdly offended on their behalf by this impression. <laughs> But it's my little drummer boy. That's what I'm stuck on. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's not. A, it's they don't. They don't really knock it out of the park. But you know, it's I, something. I, that, I also want to say, I bet you Joey has the name wrong. I'm. I'm. T- get out of here. Oh, oh, Duenius is nodding. Yes, Duenius is nodding. Yes, he's in the. He's in the background. He's like, I'm researching. I got it right. You know what, dude? I don't need this, man. Okay, Christmas. This te- the holiday seasons are stressful. So I didn't get a song name right. Okay, I'm not a bad <laughs> so guy. I don't need to get canceled so for this. Okay, I don't need to get dragged for this. All right. I don't, I've, been, I've been going to Snuggie.com. All of their Snuggies are out. I don't know what to get what? people. <laughs> go to po- oh. go to Polar. That's the. That's where I have the. Um, that sleeping bag that you can walk around in. I'm a snuggy slut, baby. I'm not changing brands just because. Right on. Um, okay, so now, Mike Castle, you've changed your filter. and is, I, can, it, I consider this the Whitmer look, Thomas filter, which is the baby filter. <laughs> it, you look like a little baby. Thank you. You look like a little baby boy. And look at my little toy. And there's a little toy <laughs> a little dancing rattle. for you. You're really freaking me out. Yeah. Okay, so Swan Lake versus My Little Drummer Boy. Uh, those will be your, your buzzing words. Keep them, keep them in the hip pocket as we move forward. We go. We're going to start the show with a round called Joker Laid an Egg. It's a celebration of the art of desecrating Christmas songs inspired by Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, etc., etc. Uh, I've got several festive tunes here, which we have vandalized so that they are no longer about Santa Claus or Jesus, but about... Totems of pop culture. Your job is to buzz in with your buzz in words and identify who the song's about. And we're going to dive right in with another one that I'd never fucking heard in my life. Great. Somehow. (laughs) I had never heard Ding Dong Merrily on High. Just hadn't. Uh, I I don't I don't know I don't know how I dodged the raindrops on that one, but I here but here's I here's so what I, I want you here's how little I know about like holiday music. As you just yeah. said, we're gonna dive right in and this song, and then you said. Somehow, and you paused. I thought the song was called Somehow, and I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, okay. I, I don't know that song either." I'm, I'm also somehow at Christmas. Yeah. I'm also uh-huh. in complete sweat right now. I don't know these. <laughs> yes. so. Okay. Well, you don't have to know the songs. You just have to know the thing that we have retrofitted them to be about. I so, hear you, but okay, there's so a lot to... of ringing in my head right now because I'm so freaked out. No, I understand. So I understand. same, same. Well, ding dong, etc. Um, okay, so I, I I looked it up on YouTube and I heard a children's choir sing this song. And to the best of my memory, this is how this one goes. Okay, number one. <clears throat> Ding dong, merrily, this guy has a suit. He can fly in. My name Ding is little, dong, my little drummer boy. This, yeah. Uh, Superman. No. Uh, Ding Swan, dong, Swan, merrily, Swan this guy. What? Uh, Swan Lake, Iron yeah. Man. Iron Man is correct. Thank you so much for stopping me from having to go any further 
with that one. This is okay. bullshit. This game there is bullshit. It's not bullshit, dude. You got the first one wrong. You might get the next one right. Yeah. God damn. Jesus God almighty. It's unbelievable. God bless Chim Chum. God bless Chim Chum. <laughs> I'll give you a personal thank you if you follow me. God bless Chim Chum. Okay, number two. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa la 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 a la carte. Let's go to a fancy restaurant. Follow where the food is cooked by a rat. Uh, my, my, my little drummer boy. Lake. Oh, I think Joey got in there. Yeah, but he doesn't even know his own thing's name. He's like, oh, am I? Uh, I'm in my, don't do this, man, because I'm in my head. I saw Dwayne shake his head. Dwayne shook his head no, okay? You don't know your own team name. I'm getting attacked by the production. I'm getting attacked by the guests. I feel like I, I came in Pro- here. Production is attacking you in that they're fact-checking that you don't know the name of your own song. Okay, they shouldn't do that. That's they shouldn't do attack. that. That's not what they're supposed to do, okay? They don't do that. But do it. What song is it? Ratatouille. Or who's it about? Ratatouille. The, the Rat- rock- yes, Remy and Ratatouille. All right, Give and now that. more of me singing. <laughs> Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. This person has a courtroom where she weighs up the boy. cons and pros. Yes. Judge Judy. Judge Judy is correct, and that one was so long, I really can't thank you enough for buzzing in when you did. Judge Judy is correct. You're now in the lead, so is Ooh, this game still bullshit? I don't know. We'll see. Okay, thank you, Ashley Simpson. <laughs> uh, okay, number four at this time. <clears throat> I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, but this been this dream's been entered by a ghoul. Where snow... Okay, this is a tricky one. Where snow lingers on sharp fingers. Oh, my, my little drummer boy. Yeah, Joey. Freddy Krueger. That is correct. That is correct. This oh game's bullshit. <laughs> Oh, don't scary. say that, Mike. Don't say that. Respect the game, dude. <laughs> okay. Okay. Number five. Five and last. Okay. <clears throat> we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Wait, is that Richard Gere? Good tidings we bring to you and your king. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, yes, it is Richard Gere. Oh, no, he's begun to tap dance. Uh, oh, my, no, my little he's drummer begun boy? to tap dance. Yes. Is it Richard Gere? It, it is, but specifically in what role? Oh, shit. Oh, okay. I know. oh, oh no, he's begun to tap dance. Uh, Why'd they cast Richard Gere? Oh, it's uh, fine when he's oh, talking. Uh, 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 Swan Lake and Chicago. Chicago. Chicago Damn is it. correct, Mike Castle. And now you're just a, a, a chicken McNugget. Yes, but I have a Santa. Santa. Hey, yes, thank you very much. God almighty, you're really upsetting me deeply. <laughs> I want um, a chicken at the nugget. end of that round, the scores are as follows. Christian Duenas and his whiteboard, like Representative Katie Porter. Uh, little Drummer Boy with an I is, has three. Swan Lake has two. I'm going to dive right in. Oh All right, God. time to get serious. Do a round. Do round two. A round we are calling Hanukkah or Nataka. Uh, this episode drops right in the middle of 2020's observance of Hanukkah, the Festival of Lights. It celebrates the reclaiming of the simple, second temple of Jerusalem. It's often symbolized with the consecrated oil that burned for eight full nights. In 2020, uh, we as a, a culture uh, recreated this by making $1,200 last eight months. Um, this holiday is often misunderstood or miscategorized by the mainstream. So today we thought we would test your knowledge of Hanukkah. We're going to give you a, a list of traditions and rituals of the, of the observance of Hanukkah. You tell us if they're real, actually a part of the holiday, or just ones our writers tossed in to fuck you up. Uh, okay, number one. Lighting a series of candles. Drummer Swan boy. Lake. Yes, uh, Joey. Hanukkah. That is true. Yeah, lighting of the menorah each night represents the eight days in which that oil burnt that I talked about before. Okay, number two. Uh, the handing out of chocolate coins. Drummer Swan boy. Lake. Uh, Mike Castle. Bullshit! Definitely. Are you kidding and, me? And yes, that's, that's, all we gotta do is say if it's real or not, right? Yes. Why did Joey say Hanukkah? Well, because it is true of Hanukkah. I just well, don't know. I man. thought it was you know Hanukkah I mean? and Hanukkah. Like, that's what I had to say. I it is, say. but true or false. Listen, it's dealer's choice. <laughs> I'm going to say, it's player's uh, choice. yes, yes, that's a real one. Yes, that is a real one. Gelt, from the Yiddish term for money, it's given as a present. Sometimes real coins can be given out, but the gold foil wrapped around chocolate coins have become the popular replacement. Okay, number three. Hiding matzah from children for them to try to find. A little drummer boy. Joey Greer. Hanukkah. <laughs> that is actually a tradition from Passover. Oh, shit. Wow. Which is observed in the springtime. Damn. 
Wow, wow, wow. Uh, tradition number four, decorating colorful kites in remembrance of ancestors from the Pasana deserts. A uh, little drummer boy. Joey. Nanaka. It's not Hanukkah. That is uh, the festival of the ancestors from the film The Rise of Skywalker, the Star Wars. <laughs> Which I remember. And they went into that little carnival, and then they they brought like a like a kill squad to the carnival thing. And they were like, it was horrific. They were looking oh. for Ray. I don't think this is the right place to bring that up. Oh, yeah, that's that's 100%. It feels right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, something to think about. Yeah. As oh, we move oof. on to number five. Uh, tradition number five, singing along to Rock of Ages. Uh, my Little Drummer Boy. Uh, Ooh, Joey got in by a nose. I'm going to say that's that's every, every faith tradition. Uh, it is, yeah, it's true of Hanukkah. There's an English translation of a traditional Hebrew liturgical poem. Uh, Ma'otzor, uh, that is sung before the lighting of candles. Here, uh, singing it, as you might expect, Leslie Odom Jr. and Nicolette Robinson. There it is. There it is. Rock of Ages. Rock of Ages. Tradition number six, girls asking boys to dance. Swan Lake, uh, Hanukkah. No, that is Sadie Hawkins. Uh, a fictional <laughs> holiday from Lil Abner universe the little yeah. abner cinematic universe which has actually in real life inspired sadie hawkins dances for those still trapped in the prison of heteronormativity uh and finally at number seven frying some delicious donuts oh with my little drummer boy pancakes my little drummer boy. uh joey greer uh yeah that is hanukkah the latkes that is hanukkah yeah a lot of uh popular hanukkah dishes like uh, latkes are meant to symbolize the oil that gives the celebration its origin. And then uh, Polish-Jewish immigrants came into the picture and brought jelly donuts. And when somebody brings jelly donuts, you let them stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Christian, join us. Our scores, please. Oh, Drummer Boy's got seven. Swan Lake's got three. Mike Castle and bullshit. your many filters. Better start <laughs> fucking bringing it. Yep. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more Troubled Waters. Macho man to the top rope. The flying elbow. The cover. We've got a new champion. We're here with Macho Man Randy Savage after his big win to become the new world champion. What are you going to do now, Match? I'm going to go listen to the newest episode of the Tights and Fights podcast. Oh, yeah. Tell us more about this podcast. It's the podcast of power. Too sweet to be sour. Funky like a monkey. Woke discussions, man. And jokes about wrestlers' fashion choices. Myself excluded. I can't wait to listen. Neither can I. You can find it Saturdays on Maximum Fun. Oh, yeah. Dig it. Well, hello, and welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing are Mike Castle and Joey Greer. Our next round is called Rankin' Facts. If you were an American kid watching network television during the later half of the 20th century, you definitely landed on a Christmas special produced by the team of Arthur Rankin Jr. and Jules Bass, who produced almost all of the animated or stop-motion specials that are burned into our collective consciousness. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer to Rudolph's Shiny New Year to Frosty's Christmas in July. Today... We're going to celebrate this prolific duo with a series of trivia questions based around clips from some of Rankin Bass's most iconic holiday specials. All right, first, Rankin Bass produced a special in 1974 starring Joel Gray as a clockmaker whose family were on friendly terms with the mice who stir in their house. The logline is, when a town learns that Santa Claus has struck it off his delivery schedule due to an insulting letter... A way must be found to change his mind. Let's hear a little clip of an earworm from that special. And I'll hurry, you pray, and I'll plan. We'll do what's necessary, cause even a miracle needs a hand. Oh, God, I'd forgotten about that one. I had <laughs> forgotten about that one. What is the name of that Rankin Bass, oh, of the, the Rankin Bass classic cartoon that, that this comes from? Is it A, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, 
B, a year without a Santa Claus. Or C, twas the night before Christmas. Swan Lake. <clears throat> Mike Castle. C, twas the night before, I pronounce it, in my yes. culture we call it Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. Joel Gray plays the, uh, the narrator of the poem who builds a special clock to welcome Santi back to town. All right. The very first Rankin-Bass special was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in 1964. Let's hear a clip from the song Island of Misfit Toys. A pack full of toys means a sack full of joys for millions of girls and for millions of boys when Christmas Day is here. Okay. I have to tell you, even when I was a child, singing in this voice drove me crazy. I, I, I cannot stand these specials and i know that they are beloved to many and i love holiday specials but these drive me out of my goddamn mind okay uh the question is in what year was the last rankin bass christmas special produced was it a 1989 b 1996 c 1985 or d 2001 my little drummer boy yes 89 incorrect my castle to steal uh, i'm gonna go with 2001 Mike Castle, you are absolutely right. You are a Christmas assassin. After a 16-year hiatus following the life and adventures of Santa Claus, Rankin and Bass returned with a special featuring the voices of Eartha Kitt and Gregory Hines, which, like previous specials, was based on a popular Christmas standard for a bonus point. No, for five bonus points, can you name the tune that inspired the final Rankin-Bass Christmas special? And the two uh, names, in, one of the two names oh. involved might be a clue. Uh, my little drummer boy. Yes. Everyone, it's Christmas time. Come around the fire. Let's stay warm and with each other's joy. The presents are for all. <laughs> I'm a, I'm with that actually. I'm gonna. I, oh, so you're both, we went on both, that one together. Yeah. You have both. Okay. I'm sorry. That is not correct. Nobody wins the five bonus points, which could have been decisive <laughs> in this game. The answer was Santa Baby. Oh, sure, sure. Holiday classic. Uh, okay, number three. Speaking of Rudolph, how many Rudolph-themed specials did Rankin Bass create? Was it A, three, B, four, or C, two? My Little Drummer Boy. Yes. Four, but I'm excluding it, all the fan fiction versions. Uh, no. I'm sorry, that what? is not correct. Mike Castle. Uh, I'm going to go with two. No, it was three. Ah! And we named them all at the top of the round. Uh, well, you can't okay. expect us to listen. That's nice. on you, man. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, Rudolph also introduced the idea of a celebrity-voiced character doing the narration in the form of Burl Ives, the great Burl Ives, as Sam the Snowman. Let's hear just a little bit of his unforgettable performance. Silver and gold. Well, what do you think of our friend Cornelius? Seems all he thinks about is silver and gold. Silver and gold. Silver and gold. When I was like in fifth grade? My, my best friend in, in grammar school made up a song about Burl Lives, and here's how it goes. <clears throat> he's big and he's fat and it's warmer. He's at Burl Lives. <laughs> okay, so uh, which of the following actors did not lend their voice to a Rankin-Bass narrator? Was it A, Fred Astaire, B, Julie Andrews, C, Angela Lansbury, or D, Red Skelton? Uh, Swan Lake. Yes. Fred Astaire. Incorrect. Joey Greer. Uh Julie Andrews, Angela, Angela Lansbury, or Red, Red Skelton is the snowman, isn't he? Isn't he Frosty? The you can't do that, dude. You can't do that. You can't say, hey, before I answer, is this the right answer? Why can't I? That was never... Because no, I'm thinking of it. You didn't think of it? Huh? Sorry, Ooh. buddy. Sorry, elf man. That's not how it works, okay? This is Christmas time. No rules, baby. No rules in Christmas time. I don't... It, it, Christmas time is all fucking rules. Are no you way. kidding me? No it rules. It starts with like a calendar full of no, 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 no. It's like everything no is a fucking rule. They're counting down just the days. Just right. It's always Outback on the Steakhouse, baby. Blooming onion for everybody. That's how we they do it in That's Christmas. not even Outback. Yes, it is. That's Outback Steakhouse. No, no rules just onion. right. Outback Steakhouse. No, no. Blooming onion. That's that's somewhere else. That's, um, Bloomin that's Outback. Outback. Blooming onion is canonically Outback. This podcast is fucked up. <laughs> I should get five points just because I knew the Bloomin' Onion thing. That's just like, yeah, you're just saying. I agree don't. with that. But you don't. You need to know the answer of the question that I asked you. It's uh, it's Angela Lansbury. It's not. It's Julie Andrews. Damn it. Ah! Other popular voices within the, the, the R&B extended universe. Andy Griffith, <laughs> Mickey Rooney, Buddy Hackett. 
1974, Rankin-Bass produced a special called The Year Without a Santa Claus, in which Santa came down with a cold and was planning to skip Christmas. It introduced two new characters, Snow Miser and Heat Miser. Let's hear clips of their introductions. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. Okay, that's of course the snow miser. Let's hear the heat miser. This is one of the guys pitching those characters. All right, that's uh, the snow miser. So let's uh, <clears throat> get the other guy here in a second. I'm Mr. Green Christmas. I'm Mr. Sun. I'm Mr. Heat Blister. I'm Mr. 101. God, I don't, who wants to be reminded of blisters? At any time, yeah, well, yeah. much less Christmas. Okay, so they're brothers, and they can't get along. They can't agree about nothing. So which third character ultimately steps in to negotiate a peace? Is it A, Father Time, B, Baby New Year, C, Mother Nature, or D, Mrs. Claus? Swan Lake. Swan Lake, Mike Castle. A, Father Time. Incorrect, Joey Greer. Take it home. Mrs. Claus. No, you're both wrong. It's Mother Nature. Who's their mom? Damn, I was I mean, I was thinking that they're both like, you know, elements. Yeah. But Mrs. Claus never gets her shape. No, she never does. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like throw her in the mix. Throw her in the mix once in a while. Why not? For yeah, God's you know sake. what? I, I was what a mixing role this up. for an aging actress. I was mixing this up with the Santa Claus three, the escape clause. That's on me. But if you are, if you are truly Mike Castle, a fan of the Santa Claus cinematic universe, uh, you will get this bonus point. What actress portrayed mother nature in the Santa Claus, Tim Allen, Santa Claus movies. Not a multiple choice. Um, Got to pull this. Not Liv Tyler. (laughs) Liv Tyler's from Lord of the Rings. Oh, but you don't know how close you are. So the actress is Steven Tyler. The actress is, of course, (laughs) Steven Tyler played Mother Nature in the Tim Allen Santa Claus movies. No, unfortunately, it was Aisha Tyler. Oh, oh. That's actually, that's solid. That's good casting. That's good casting. Yeah. Okay, finally. Uh, While Rankin-Bass are mostly known for their Christmas specials, they are also known for a series of animated films from 1977 and 1980 that adapted stories so completely not about Christmas that Christmas doesn't even exist in the world that they depict. Here's a song from one of those films. A man who's a dreamer and never takes leave who thinks of a world that is just make-believe will never... So what popular pieces of nerd literature later turned into a live-action film franchise did they adapt? Uh, Swan Lake. Yes. The Hobbit. That is correct. The Hobbit. The land where vibrato is turned up to a 11 out of 10. Mm-hmm. You can feel them like vibrating on their Adam's apples as they sing. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's strange. It's Dalek-esque for our writer, Raleigh Silverman. Okay, at the end of that round, <laughs> the scores are as follows. Oh, boy. Oh, My little drum boy's got seven. Swan Lake's got six. This last <laughs> round is really going to decide this whole thing. We're going to be right back with that final round after this. Friendly Fire is a podcast about war movies, but it's so much more than that. It's history. It was just supposed to be another assignment. It's comedy. Under no circumstances are you to engage the enemy. It's cinema studies. It's a hell of a combination. So subscribe and download Friendly Fire on your podcatcher of choice. Or at MaximumFun.org. Hey, welcome back to Troubled Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Mike Castle and Joey Greer. Gentlemen, how do you feel? I feel absolutely invigorated and 100% intent on winning. Okay. Actually, I'm not good anymore. I'm actually like so juiced up that if someone were to tap my nipple, it would be OJ coming out of my body. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Like orange juice or or the the energy of an OJ Simpson? Like (laughs) murderous energy shooting out of that nipple or compressed orange juice? I I don't know. Do you like your... do you like your OJ tart or sweet? You know what I'm saying? All right, yeah, you yeah, want yeah. it pulpy or not? 
right. He doesn't know what he's saying. He doesn't know what he's saying. He's having an no, episode. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna edit all of that out. We're gonna <laughs> yeah, that's got to get out of there, out? man. That's it's really scary not shit. It's really not appropriate at all. We're going to edit it all out. We're going to edit the last 25 minutes out, frankly. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, just jump from score to score. They don't have to know how we got They don't have there. to know. They don't have to know. <laughs> this is plenty. Okay. Now it is time for a game we are calling PSA It Ain't So. You might have caught the news a couple weeks ago that 41 attendees of a swingers convention in New Orleans called Naughty in Orleans have, if you can believe this, like Ellen DeGeneres herself, tested positive for the coronavirus. So here at Troubled Waters, we cannot help but feel that things might have turned out differently if there had only been a good snappy PSA slogan to let people know that in the height of a pandemic, it's not great to go be putting strangers' genitals in your in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so where where was their click it or ticket? That might have fixed it, you know? Where was mm-hmm. their, it's 10 p.m., do you know where your children are? Where was their friends don't let friends drive drunk? That is why, at this time, we turn to you, Mike, Joey. I'm going to give you some scenarios which need PSAs. you got to buzz in, give me your best slogan. You can have as many swings as you like. We're going to keep it going until I lose interest. And remember, if in <laughs> doubt, make it rhyme. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, always. Obviously. Okay, so scenario number one. We'll start with that story. I'm off to a swingers con- conference in New Orleans, Louisiana in 2020. Give me a slogan to keep me from getting on that plane. Uh, uh, Swan Lake, yes. you can swing, but don't use your thing. Oh, okay. That's great. So, That's great. So you, so go, you can go to the swingers party, but you just mm. don't use your thing. You just stand there and you just, you're conversant. You wear a mask. Sure. Just don't use your thing. Okay. You can swing, but don't use your thing. Okay. It's a thinker. Yeah. Joey, do you got, you got anything? Uh, I got one. I got one. I guess. So it's, uh, um, uh, I want to say mask it so you don't contract it or, uh, something to the effect of, uh, cover, cover all the holes so you don't get sick and you can't leave the hole. You can say that you don't have an answer. No, no, no. I like this. I, I like that he's workshopping. <laughs> yeah, but I just want him to know he can say he doesn't have one. No, no, but these are these yeah. are solid, dude. I've, no, no, I've no. worked. I, I'm not even with, saying there's so good. many city I'm governments working on PSA campaigns. I'm campaign. just saying, hey, it just occurred to me. You I can know what you're saying. say. I know what you're saying, yeah. dude. I know what you're doing. Okay, uh, here's another one. You want to hear another? Want to hear yeah, another? You got one? another yes, one ready? Yeah, yeah. Come on down to the Big Easy and let's see if you can't be sleazy. Uh, all right, let's that, just. That's your who PSA. Shit? This that's game your is PSA dumb. For not this game go, is that's your dumb, PSA for dude. Not going this to is a dumb party. game. Jesus. This is just stupid. Don't it's nothing to do with Christmas. The game. Come on, Joe. It's not the game's fault. Although I gotta say, mask it, don't contract it, is pretty good. So the point on that one does go to Joey. It's uh, unbelievable. That's the, rule. that's the rule on that one. Okay. Um, fucking rock. Here's another scenario. Here's another scenario. Um, I'm filthy and I'm hungry, so I'm gonna plug in my toaster and balance it on the edge of my tub while I bathe, while I get myself clean so I can make toast while I relax in a, in a warm bath, change my mind with a slogan to keep me from keeping a toaster swan teetering precariously on the edge of my tub. Mike Castle, uh, rub a dub dub, no toast in the tub. Oh, I like that. I like that. that oh, yeah, that's really that's nice. And Joe, nice. again, you don't have to, if, if nothing is coming to you, or if you're going to just rhyme with what I just said, like you can just say, I don't have one. <laughs> I have something, all right? Okay. So it, this is like... No, go ahead. Sorry. All right, ready? Joey? If your genitals are, are exposed, no electrical equipment should be around. Should be... I'm sorry, what was the oh, That's how he's pronouncing around. Around. Oh, I see. Just, can you run that past me one more time? If your genitals are exposed, mm-hmm. no electrical equipment should be around. I see. Unbelievable. So, so this is so you're really you're taking off you're taking a bigger bite with this one. You're saying <laughs> that you should just always if you're gonna make toast, you should just have clothes on. <clears throat> so this nowhere yes. it doesn't even matter if you're perfectly dry in your kitchen, put on some yeah. sweatpants, throw throw a t shirt on, and then make the toast. But but also I mean, his, his, PSA his PSA requires you to have a non denominational British accent. Yeah, like just that, sort of a general. It's, it's so weird. Yeah, yeah, just kind of a general British accent. Yeah, if your genitals are exposed, <laughs> then no electronics shall be around. Are you guys watching The Crown this this season of The Crown? Uh, I'm I I, I'm what? in and out of the room when Lauren is watching it. I gotcha. <laughs> I want to so bad. Okay, because what's stopping you? 
<laughs> you literally can't I, go anywhere and it's on your TV. It's literally you two flicks of your thumb so... and you can watch it. I want to watch this so bad. You don't even know, Dave. It's like, oh, fuck. Well, there literally, there are no hurdles for you to jump over. Yep. You can, you could watch it on the same screen that we're looking at each other on right mm-hmm. now. You could have it in a corner. Yeah. Right when this and, is over, you yeah. can just click out of this window, click into that window, and you're watching it. Boom. Yeah. I know. You're right there. Um, okay. Um, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say who won that round as Julian Anderson, as Margaret Thatcher. Okay. Five points go to you, Mike Castle. Yeah, just because I really like that one. I think you might have saved my life there. Okay. Thank you. Scenario number three. There's a swamp over there. There's an alligator in it. It looks really angry. But I think alligators are cute as hell. I need some more engagement on my Instagram. So I'm going to go take a selfie with it. Give me a slogan that will keep me out of the swamp trying to take a selfie with a hungry gator. Swan Lake. Yes, Mike Castle. It's kind of just goes like this. Be a gator hater. So just hate them. Hate Be a gator hater. Yeah. Just hate them. They're killers. They're older than like Don't just not take selfies with them. Just hate them. When you see them, you go, fuck. Fuck. Oh, God. Okay. You know? Yeah. Okay. Be a gator hater. Be a gator yeah. hater. But not so much that you, like, kill them and make, you know, stuff out of their skin. Hey, I hate every, I hate a lot, a lot of stuff. And I'm not making, you know, stuff out of anything skin. I just hate it and I avoid it. You hate it and you avoid it. That's very smart. Joey, have you got anything? Oh, I guess I'm short and sweet. Great. There it is. Yo, Gator Corona. Oh, okay. So something real deep yeah. Cajun. I actually, yeah, you know what? I, I know, Dave, you give the points, but I, I Joey deserves it. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, don't boss That's me really around, but you are right. You are, you are <laughs> yeah. right. Seven no. points to you for that one, Joey. Yeah. And really could you good. just run it past this one more time just so it's etched into our brain? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That actually sounded completely different than the first one, but that, yeah, they're, they're both good. Say. They're both mm-hmm. good. Okay. Number four, and finally, I want so bad to grab a wasp nest and just yank it off the wall and shake it hard back and forth while I yell at the wasps for all the things that are making me mad. Give me a slogan to keep me from doing that. Uh, Swan Lake? Yeah. If you want to hurt a wasp, go to the suburbs. (laughs) That will need a follow-up. That will need a, a subhead. Sure. Uh, okay. Yeah. So then, Protestant? yeah. So then, colon, <laughs> bugs are our friends. Yuppies gotta end. Okay. Whoa. Okay. So it's a hate. Yeah. It's hate speech. It's hate speech. It <laughs> is. Yeah. It's a hate speech, movement. and it's encouraging violence. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. This is crazy, but, dude. You're trying to like but, get a militia. But it's my Gordon. final. It's my final answer. It is your final answer. I see. Yeah. Okay. So so basically, the strategy is to just confuse me before I have a chance to That's right. get stung by bees. That's okay. right. Okay. Yeah. Joey? Yeah, so this is going to be like uh, if you're going to like parks or, you know, like I'm talking about like a nature reserve or something like that or, you know, even maybe even some recreational park, you know, whatever. I don't know. There's, there'd be this little like rhyme that you'd say to yourself to know how to uh, differentiate the different stinging bugs, oh, flying bugs, so you know that you're like, oh, you know, they're okay. safe. So yeah. it'd go like this. Okay. If you see a bee... No fear from thee. If you see a wasp, you're dead on the spot. Nice. Misdirect instead of rhyming. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps you on your toes. It ke- I, was, yes. I was riveted throughout. No, my heart is fucking pounding right now from listening to that. <laughs> Dude, mine too. I'm sweating so much. Actually, I have another. I would, like to, oh, another yeah. I would like to submit another one, which is you that. Please. Don't touch a bug. Just do a drug. Oh, so it's a what pro drug you, PSA. Dude? It's pro drugs because I'm sick and tired of the, the 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 anti drug stuff. Yes. Anti drugs, anti drug messaging is what got me into drugs in the first place. Thank yeah. you, thank I'll you. That too. What specifically? Which mm-hmm. which PSA anti worked on you? Um, I would say there was um, what was it? Uh, it's don't too high be a, to remember. <laughs> don't be a dope. I remember. Oh. It was, it's like don't smoke dope. Don't be a dope. And I yeah. remember hearing that, and I literally thought, dope sounds cool. And then I, re- uh, very soon after that, I smoked weed for the first time. 
Yeah. I got to say the um the the after school specials and like and the and the TV movies uh about uh drug abuse in high school that aired in the early 80s were so full of sexy fucking teenagers that yeah. I was like, well, I can't wait to go to high school and do drugs. Um <laughs> like the, the only PSA that ever really just disturbed- Do you ever see that movie it's like about roid rage and it had like Ben Affleck when ben he was Affleck, like yes. 18? Yeah, that yeah. one actually did disturb me where I was like, damn, dude, don't ever do roids. Holy shit, what a psycho. Yeah, that does I mean, he's yeah, he's on a hair trigger, but the body is tight. Yeah, um, it's legit. Uh but yeah, no, the the uh, Desperate Lives with Helen Hunt and Doug McKeon. Um, this is the one where famously she jumps out of the window because her boyfriend synthesized angel dust in the high school chemistry lab or whatever. That oh boyfriend was hot as hell. And I, to this day, if that actor asked me to do angel dust with him, I'd be like, yeah, I better. I better do that. Everyone, everyone I know who's ever done angel dust is hot as hell. Is that true? Yeah, no, no, it's a, a sexy I drug. Like it's, it's one of the sexy it's drugs. It's the hot person's drug. It is. I lost my virginity to a woman named Angel Dust. <laughs> She was not hot at all. It was really scary. Extremely <laughs> traumatizing event for me. She doesn't do angel dust. Wow. Yeah, no, unrelated. She was uh she was addicted to methamphetamine. Uh but let me tell you something about Helen Hunt. This is my yes. go-to story about her. I was oh, once at like this random like uh Hollywood like auction party thing where all these random things sure. were being auctioned off. And one thing that was being Human auctioned organs. off was uh like a Taylor Swift guitar. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, like no one was bidding on it. And it was like a silent auction where you go and you like write it down on a piece of paper or whatever. Yeah. And I, with the Taylor Swift one, I went in and I wrote like 125 bucks or something. And I was right. like, I, and I kept my eye on it. And I was like, no one is doing anything. No one's signing up for this thing. And Helen Hunt is there. And I do keep clocking Helen Hunt because it's Helen Hunt. And <clears throat> so she's got to move around. And then this performance starts. And so everyone, all of our attention turns to the stage. And so we're all watching the show and I, I get this, you know, a prickling on the back of my neck. And I look back at where the silent auction table is and I see Helen Hunt going from like bit to bit and like putting in fucking like bids on like a bunch of different things. And I was like, she doing it right now? And then right when she was done, that person went through and collected all the things and she fucking got like every thing. Like it was crazy. And she bid like one hundred and twenty five dollars and yeah, she's like, oh, I'll go one dollar up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> fucking Helen Hunt. She's vicious. I know. I, it, was vicious. it was one of the most vicious. cold-blooded things I've ever seen. It's truly yeah, that's awful. Um, that that's round... That round goes to Mike Castle. Four points to you, Mike Castle. Well, the scores have been tabulated. And it's a... Oh, oh my God. God. It's a oh Christmas miracle. It is a Christmas is- miracle. Oh, I love when a Christmas miracle happens like that. That's crazy. And I didn't even mean for it to. It just did. Congratulations <laughs> to the both of you. You're both excellent. You're both excellent people, and you both deserve a happy and a healthy holiday season. And that goes for you too, listener. Um, okay, it is now time for plugs, the most wonderful time of the show. Let us know what you're working on, and then to write the karmic balance in the universe, tell us about something else that someone else made that you want the world to know about. Co-winner, Mike Castle, you will go first. God, I don't really, I don't think I have anything I really want to plug. Um, if Oh, you know what? One if of your chess.com names. Okay. <laughs> um, I have a funny one. Uh, absolutely not Korchnoi is my, is a, a main one I play on where I, I just troll. I don't know what that means. Uh, uh, Korchnoi was like a famous Russian uh, chess player and sure. absolutely not Korchnoi is because I suck at chess I um, but no you know what here's what I'll plug I'll plug if anyone if you're listening and you've seen Bruce Brothers and you can't believe we didn't get a second season do a hunger strike outside of Netflix wherever <laughs> it is just go for you gotta outlast the OA girl okay I don't know how long she hunger striked Bruise Bros, I would say you Did should she, hunger strike for just one month. Whatever that seems, whatever happened there, she don't. They know. turned her. They turned her into a statue, so she's still oh, there. Okay. okay. Um, wow. and, and then I would like to plug. Um, what is something? Oh, oh. Uh, uh, I would like to plug Sid Steinberg's Instagram videos where she plays an executive who produced oh, yes. the Hulu show A Teacher. It really okay. makes me laugh. Okay. Very good. Joey Greer, co-winner Joey Greer. Thank you so much. I just want to say congratulations to Mike Castle. I know there was some kind of uh, friction between us throughout 
this event. Uh, but at the end of the day, we both uh, walk out with gold. And, uh, you know, I respect you as a competitor right, and right, right. I respect your filters. And Thank from you. the bottom of my heart to the to the tip of my eye, I just want to say to the, to the hello. Tip of your eye. Yeah. Eyes are <laughs> so round. I guess I want to plug, uh, I guess I definitely want to plug the Instagram. God bless Chim Chum. God bless Chim Chum. Phonetic. You know how to spell it. Yeah. Check me out. You will get that. Thank you. Check out Good Night. Mike is on it. True. Sadly. Uh, but uh, he does a really good job. That's what, that's what that is. And you know what? I, you know who I want to say uh, what's up to and I want to get people on board with? I know it's in the news cycle, but it, it, it just seems like, oh, it's going to, you know, whatever. The Georgia Special Election Senate runoff race. Yes. Help. Help. In any way you can. Uh, obviously for the Democrats, I know I'm not always clear about that, but that's uh, that's who I, that's my side who I'm pushing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, whenever anyone says anything, like just get out there and vote, I'm always like, well, yeah, but for the good guys, don't vote for evil people. <laughs> this is a really, really, really big uh, race because this is for Senate control, and the Senate have the power to impeach as well as to block so many things the president wants to do or not. Right, so that's uh, it's really, really big. Uh, Mitch McConnell. What a piece of shit. Absolutely terrifying. Thank you very much for that. Uh, okay, I'm Dave Holmes. I'm on Twitter, at Dave Holmes, and I would like to plug, oh, you know what I'm listening to nonstop, is uh, the album Fake the Flowers by Biba Doobie. I cannot get enough. It takes me back to to my angsty early 90s. I want to, it makes me wish the weather were colder so I could just wear a heavy sweater and smoke cigarettes and Oh, not be layers by the world. Just getting yes. to wear like layers. Oh, I miss I layers. Do miss a layer. Oh, I do miss a good layer. I'm wearing a chore coat right now, just for fun. Mm-hmm. It's like 70 yeah. degrees. Why not? I'm wearing oh, it yeah, just yeah. for it's the good. sport of it. Uh, you, th- Joey Greer, Mike Castle. Thank you for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the headphones. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time on Troubled Waters. Have a blessed holiday season. Stay safe. Stay home. Goodbye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing We're Mike Castle. Make a noise. Ah! Yeah! Joey Greer. (laughs) (laughs) Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. Joey, I wish you hadn't made that noise. Uh, Mm -hmm. Our script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Laura Swisher and Christian Duenas. Woo! Woo (laughs) Woohoo! And we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Bye. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported